What's up, Michigan? It is time for our number three on a Tuesday broadcast. Statewide, 19 radio stations for the one close to you. Go to thehugeshow.net. On the iHeart app, search The Huge Show. You can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service and also at thehugeshow.net, the free stream. Weekdays, 3 until 6. Inside this hour, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew here. At the end of the year, he heads up the Grand Rapids office. He'll join us as he does each and every week with former Lion Lomas Brown, who is part of the Lions radio network, and he was there at Ford Field. The Lions are down. The place is quiet. And then Jared Goff and that team with the coaching staff put together one of the best finishes we've ever seen uh, in the Motor City. We'll talk about that game. The rest of the NFC North will make our picks and some of the huge games this weekend. If you have a Honolulu Blue Lions question, you can drop it at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. That's on the Mercantile Bank listener line at HUGE Show on Twitter, the HUGE Show on Facebook. So we got Josh Garvey, heads up the Grand Rapids office for Dorn Mayhew, currently slash Bean Garter until the end of the year. How you doing, my man? Doing well. Ready? I'm ready. For Thanksgiving Day? Definitely ready for Thanksgiving. Lions, Packers. Look forward to Thanksgiving football every year. You a turkey or ham family? Turkey. Turkey. <laughs> We're a turkey. Are you, you're not blowing up your garage deep frying your turkey, are you? We're not. We're not. That, I mean, I, I'm not going to – I am not going to categorize people. Lomas and Lomas Brown also uh, joining us. I, I will not – I will not say that you have issues if you are willing – to possibly blow up your home for a deep fried turkey. <laughs> hey, a bit, as a big guy, as a big fellow, huge. I think I might be able to take that risk. I think I might be willing to take that risk. Man, it's like having a swimming pool full of like lard. You're making French fries back in the day on the stove. <laughs> I love the videos every year. Watch this weekend. You'll see them where someone's deep frying it and it becomes. Basically, a borderline space shuttle into someone's neighborhood. <laughs> or, or a three-alarm fire where you're going, oh, yeah, those are the people out there in their drive. And, and you got to cook it like in the middle of your driveway because you want it nowhere near your house, right? <laughs> uh, what, what's your go-to, uh, turkey or ham family? Oh, me. I'm, I'm definitely turkey. Yeah, we're not going to do the ham this year. We normally do a ham, but it never gets eaten, Bill. Never gets eaten. So I'm going with the turkey this year. All right. Uh, favorite side, Josh, for Thanksgiving Day? Dressing. So my grandmother, who uh, yes. passed away this year, uh, rest in peace, she has a, she's from southern Missouri and has this cornbread, uh, mm. like very traditional uh, homemade Ooh. cornbread recipe for dressing, and it is just awesome. Ooh, so that's my man. favorite. Oh, that sounds good. I'm, I look yeah, forward to that, that every year. So. What time are you guys eating dinner Thursday, <laughs> I know, I know, huge. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. I think I, my, kids, my kids are with uh, my ex. Uh, I think the Thanksgiving is theirs on the rotation. So I might just be wandering. Hammer and Hank Hayes, uh, Superfly's dad, they eat, they eat fake turkey and fake ham. Oh, man. Wow. They're fake. They, what they do is they, they get spam and they call it ham. Oh. I remember one year, my, my funniest Thanksgiving story is that I'm running late. It, I have the kids. It's rotation. 
I can't go to I go to the store. They're out of turkeys because it's like Thursday, right? And maybe Meyer was open until like you know one in the afternoon or two. I can't find a turkey. I go back to the frozen food section, and they had some of those sliced turkey and gravy in those in those big like banquet tins. And I, yeah. I bought that, threw that in the oven. <laughs> oh, my oh, goodness. The kids were like 9 or 10. I don't think they understood it, really. But I'm thinking, <laughs> did I just serve up a borderline big TV dinner for Thanksgiving Day? <laughs> mm. Good dressing is my, because uh, it's something about Thanksgiving, once in a while, you know, Christmas, but good dressing. And yeah. you need the good gravy, too. Yes, yes, and you also need the cranberry. You need the cranberry sauce. It has to go with the dressing. And Absolutely, gravy. I've never done Absolutely. the cranberry thing. I never oh, liked that's that. That's a must. That's a must. What? Are you kidding? No. Did you hear that, Josh? I did hear. Wait, that. What are you, are you guys <laughs> ganging up on me because I don't like cranberries? <laughs> Man, oh my god! You're, you're acting like I just robbed your deep fryer out in your driveway. <laughs> Come on to a big fella, man. When you subtract certain foods from the Thanksgiving Day table, like the cranberry sauce, oh, my God. Who am I? What am I now? Is the British are coming now? Are we going back to Plymouth Rock? (laughs) Oh, my God. I just, I I like stuff and I like gravy. Something about deviled eggs always uh, on Thanksgiving. My mom makes the, and bless her heart, she's like 82 now, the Polish roses with the cream cheese. and Oh, yeah. And the oh, green man. onions, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. And the ham. Those are good. Yeah, those are really good. Uh-huh. Man, I'm getting hot. And we're doing this right now when I'm hungry, so this isn't really good. Right. Sooner or later, we're going to get to the lines, but right now it's breaking down Thanksgiving <laughs> food with Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder at Bean Garter, joining me here on the Huge Show. All right, and then beyond, what? what's the favorite? Is it mashed potatoes? Is it because I like, you know, you need the macaroni and cheese, need the mashed potatoes. Yeah. Uh, the mm-hmm. favorite vegetable for Thanksgiving is what? Lomas for you? For for me, collard greens. I need my collards. I got to have my collard greens. Yeah, you grew up in yes, the South. Sir. Yeah, you got that That's Southern right. home cooking. I get that. That's right. Uh, That's Josh, right. what's your favorite vegetable for Thanksgiving? Hmm. Not enough room for a vegetable. We uh, the sweet potato casserole, <laughs> and then oh, the the, uh, the 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 cranberry sauce uh, with the dressing and the turkey. I mean, by the time you eat that, you're you're pretty well full. There's no time for vegetables, so <laughs> yeah, you, skip it. <laughs> I, I would say that the, the potato, uh, uh, cheesy rice, is another thing that my you know my brother and mother, but they're going away to like. Uh, Laughlin for the weekend. So normally okay. I go with them on the years I don't have my kids. And okay. So I'm I'm not I'm not pitching to go to Lomas's house or your house. It is not a live on your pitch. But I will say the cornbread stuffing has me in a particular situation where I'm like. You know, I've talked to Josh a lot over the last five months. I'm fine in showing up and eating a free meal. That's I'm right. good with that. That's right. That's right. You know, Lomas, hold on. Uh, we got crickets over here. He didn't say, well, Bill, you come over and enjoy a Lomas Brown Thanksgiving. Well, Bill, you might not want to wait. You know, a big fella, I, I eat a little later now. You know, I got a game. Yes. And, and I got, yeah. So you won't eat till like late afternoon if you hung out with me. Mm. So I don't know if you are too, are you a two seater mean do you go back for second oh no hold on i'm already planning with the game with <laughs> mm-hmm. the, you know the you know 12:30ish kickoff 
I'm planning on whose house I can go to before the game, and then I watch the first half, and I eat, you know, and I, the, you know, friends, and I go, uh, okay, that's good. I'm gonna leave. I gotta go at halftime. Then I'm gonna go to somebody else's house for because you get the long halftime for Thanksgiving with the Packers and the Lions on Thursday, and go to somebody else's house, eat again, then mm. possibly wrap around to a third house. For the wow. second game for pumpkin pie. Wow. With whipped cream. Wow. You need the pumpkin pie. It's the only yeah. day of the year I want to eat pumpkin pie. That's it, huh? Mm. <laughs> well, that does it for the breakdown here on Inside the Lions. <laughs> Inside Thanksgiving is brought to you by Josh Garvey and the team from Bean Garter, soon to be Doran Mayhew and Lomas Brown. All right, Lomas, so you have that game on Thursday. We'll get to that. In a moment, Josh, uh, what were you thinking when the Lions are down by two scores? It's late in the game. Goff wasn't looking good. Uh, the place is quiet. Uh, it looked like a a sure loss, and then it was a borderline miracle in the Motor City. Feelings of uh, disgust, I guess, as we, we talked about last week, that these next two games on a short week were divisional games. They felt like they were must-wins. Um, Fields came out and did what Loma said he was going to do, and that's he ran the ball and he played well. Um, I think Loma, you said last week, Fields scared you a little bit, and yeah, he he yeah. just he played a good football game. Um, I think the feelings there down the stretch were were disappointment, and 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 certainly I felt like we were going to lose that game. Uh, I'm not sure how you two felt, but oh, I, thought, I thought it was I thought over. It was over. I so thought. We're just not going to have golf. Was not playing well with the three picks, and I thought we're just going to yep. we're going to fold here. And suddenly, we found the momentum. So, um, what a turnaround! Uh, what a game! Yeah. What a comeback win! Probably one of the best I've ever seen. Uh, it was awesome. Lomas, uh, you're in the booth there with uh, Dan Miller. TJ's down on the sidelines. You, you watch golf uh, have one of his worst games up until. Uh, that final four and a half minutes in a Lions uniform, I thought, especially at home. And then everything just clicked and went their way until Hutch punted that football after the safety. I, I've never seen anything like that with the Lions, ever. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. I had never witnessed anything like that. Of course, I was kind of, I was feeling the same way you guys were feeling. But I'm going to tell you what gave me a glimmer of light was Matt Eberflus, the head coach for the Chicago Bears. Because I said it to Dan Miller on the radio. I was like, man, this guy's getting really conservative with his calls. And once he started getting conservative, and, and that's the thing about about football. Once you got momentum, you have to try to keep it as long as you can and use it as much as you can. Because once that momentum turns on you, it's hard to get it to go back the other way. And that's exactly what happened to the Bears. And you know they were they had that game pretty much. And you, let me say this to you and Josh. 
I had never been a part or never seen a game where the time possession was 40 to 20. I had never seen anything like that. So Chicago dominated the game all the way, almost all the way for the four quarters. But those last three minutes, the Lions were able to turn things around. They were able to execute their plays. Um, and, and they came out with a surprising victory because I, I really didn't think they were going to get that game either. And it just shows me this team has come a long way. And it shows me that this team knows how to win. Ugly, pretty, shootout, it doesn't matter. They know how to win. And the exclamation point by Hutch on fields with the safety and, like I said, punting the ball and the roar of that crowd, Lomas, you were there. The roar, because you get Hutch, a kid from Dearborn, played at Michigan with the play, closes out the game with the safety, punts it, and and I just I, I get goosebumps when I think about the noise uh, after that ball went out of the end zone. Unbelievable, unbelievable, and you know I was part of the '91 team when we beat Dallas at the Silverdome, and I think I. I said then that was the loudest place I had ever been in but I'm telling you Ford Field on that particular play you're talking about huge it was comparable it was really comparable I had never heard Ford Field that loud I'm so happy for the fans that stuck around and witnessed that because that was a great comeback by our team and that's something that they could build off of anytime they face any adversity the rest of this year they can reflect back to that that game and how they executed and how they pulled that game out at the end. Josh, uh, what do you take from that game as a Lions fan where you're like, you know, they, they showed me something that I've never seen in, in my life as a Lions fan? I think just not giving up. It just seemed like they're down two scores. The three picks by golf, it felt like the sideline had some uh, some issues going on, uh, maybe some disagreements on some of the plays going back and forth. And um, what I saw was was a team that said, we're just not going to give up here. Um, and they were just resilient through that. Even though they were down two scores and, and Chicago had all the momentum, they found a way. Um, they found a way. Those coaches put their heads together and those players put their heads together on the sideline and they came back out and said, we're just – we're going to will ourselves here and we're going to we're going to make plays and guys stepped up. You saw guys on offense and defense stepping up and making plays and suddenly the momentum just shifted and Detroit came out with the win. Lomas Brown, uh, former Lion, part of Lions Radio Network joins us every week with Josh Garvey, the managing shareholder for Bean Garter, Dor Mayhew, uh, GR office, their world headquarters in Troy on the east side of the state with locations all around the world. Uh, one of the leaders uh, in accounting and business uh, needs and applications and practices for any business, large or small. Every week, Lomas joins us. We talk about the Lions. The one thing that stuck out to me, fellas, and I'll start with you, Lomas, that a second-year player in Hutch, I mentioned this earlier with Jeff Risden from Lions Wire, Gibbs, rookie, Laporta, rookie, Jamo, basically a rookie between... Uh, rehabbing on the injury and the gambling suspension. An offensive line that you've had nine different offensive lines this year, uh, Lomas, uh, the coaching, the calls, uh, just everything. 
Uh, it is they they are set for a long run. No matter where this year takes them, Lomas, they're set up to be good for a minimum five years. Oh yes, they are huge. You you, you throw in Brian Branch. You throw in some of the third-year guys, even some of the fourth-year guys. You could throw them in the mix, and you're right. This window is open right now, and it's going to be open for a while. And and the thing that's just so impressive to me is that you got all these young guys making impactful plays, make, uh, playing impactful minutes, and getting early experience now. And all that's going to do is just bold for those guys later on down um, – with years to come, they're just going to get better and better and better. And there's nothing that can substitute experience. And that's what these guys are getting right now. So I agree 110% with you. This window will be open for a minute. Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, joining me in studio. Uh, Let's turn our attention to the Packers and Lions on Thanksgiving Day. Josh, uh, you know, Packers surprised me by beating uh, the Chargers on Sunday. Uh, they have a, a good defense. I wouldn't call it great, but a defense that keeps them pretty much in every game. Uh, how do you like the matchup with the Lions? Yeah, I didn't see the Packers winning that game. I think we talked about that one, but uh, I think the matchup uh, with Green Bay uh, looks pretty good coming into Ford Field again. Again, difficult place uh, to play. The noise level on Thanksgiving Day, I'm assuming, is going to be uh, make it even more difficult for Jordan Love coming in. I like the matchup. Um, I think we've got uh, a, a lot more momentum going into the game than Green Bay does right now. Um, Love's playing better. We've seen Love uh, uh, play better uh, the last few weeks, but I still like Detroit at home here. Looks like the line's about seven. I'd I still like the Lions to get the win. I think we match up with Green Bay really well, um, and I think you're going to see Detroit cover here and win the game. Lomas, uh, as you're uh, with the short week going from uh, getting ready and calling that Bears game now to the Packers on Thursday, uh, what do you like about an easy path for the Lions to win, and what concerns you about the Packers coming in on Thanksgiving? Yeah, well, the thing that concern always concerns me, one, is when you play a divisional rival like the Green Bay Packers, as you've seen what Chicago did. They, they were a team that really, really challenged us, and I expect Green Bay to come in with the same attitude, too, because, again, you, we know each other so well, and you hate for your divisional rivals to win games, so you definitely want to beat these guys, and it's on Thanksgiving, too, a national game. I think the one thing that may concern me uh, with the Lions versus Green Bay probably would be uh, our... um, our front line, our linebacker position, I'm sorry, at the linebacker position. You know, Green Bay's been getting better and better with their skill position players. Um, Aaron Jones isn't where he was, uh, but he's still a threat. They got those young receivers out there, and as you guys mentioned earlier, Jordan Love, he's struggling a little bit, but again, I always say this, man, if you get a quarterback who's struggling, if you don't get pressure on this guy early in the game, or if you 
let him get comfortable, that struggling quarterback can come back and hurt you. So my key is to be able to get a lot of pressure on Jordan Love early in this game, but making sure our linebackers, our our guys can cover their skill guys because huge, Josh. I just think teams are going to attack us with the short passing game more so than trying to run against us because we have a very good run defense. So it's going to be important for those guys when they get an opportunity to come up and make a tackle, you have to make sure tackles. Um, yeah, so that's I think those are the things that I'm going to be looking at. Lions are a seven-and-a-half-point favorite at home against Green Bay short week. Green Bay gets the travel day. Lions don't because it's the traditional uh, home game. I like the matchup. I, I, I see the Lions, you know, 27-20. I think it's going to be close to that number with the Lions getting seven and a half. Could be a blowout, but Green Bay, like I said, their defense has given Jordan Love a chance to win some games uh, this yeah. year. So I like the Lions uh, to advance to nine and two. And then, guys, they get another break. And then they'll travel to New Orleans, which begins the road games that are going to be tough, Lomas and Josh, where you're at New, at New Orleans. Uh, you still have to go to Minnesota later in the year, uh, to Dallas. Uh, you're starting to say, okay, these road games are going to define uh, where this team is going. They're in the hunt for home field advantage in the NFC, but, man, uh, and let, you know, and that Eagles getting that win last night was big. It really yeah. was. Yeah. Man, yeah. that that was big. I, I think they're more in in line to be that the fight for the two seed with the Niners is more realistic. I'll start with you, Josh. What do you think? I agree. That's a tough road stretch coming up for Detroit, right, with New Orleans and Dallas. Well, Denver's not Minnesota. easy. They're going to flex that. They're saying possibly to Saturday night. Instead of a Sunday game, that, that's not easy. Now, ask Minnesota, right? Denver suddenly has played well, right? I mean, they they at the beginning of the year yep. we, we thought they were we were talking about Sean Payton and 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 talking about Denver and Russell Wilson saying maybe his time's over. But I tell you what, Denver has bounced back and won some really good games, uh, including on the road at Buffalo, right? So, I that road stretch is going to define what this looks like. Um, and you're right, huge last night that game, Philly and KC shocked at how Kansas City didn't score in the second half. Um, and Philadelphia went in there and 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 won a really, really big road win. So um, I like our chances to, to win some of those games on the road. I think over in Troy at the start of the season, you, Lomas, and I uh, made our picks on the year for the season, how it shaped up. And we talked about this New Orleans game and this Dallas game and if we can just split some of those. And so. split in Minnesota. And I, I still think they look like – Almost at worst, and I know it's the NFL, Lomas, but at worst they almost feel like a thirteen and four team, right? I think so. I, I do. I, I really think so. And and, and we and don't forget, we're talking at this point in the season. So again, we got a lot of season left. These guys are going to continue to get better. I agree with you guys. That was a huge, huge win for Philadelphia last night. And I'm thinking from the standpoint of you beating uh, the defending Super Bowl champions. You know, they kind of got that monkey off their back because they had what zero and three against Kansas City. So that 
was important for the psyche of their team moving ahead. I think for us, all we need to do is just concentrate on ourselves, just continue to get better, clean up those areas we need to clean up, and just let let, let it fall as it may. You know, I, I think we have a team that can compete with any team in the NFC, hell, any team in the NFL. I'll put our team up against, and I know we'll be competitive against them. So I'm not worried. Everything is looking good. We just got to keep things on track. And seeing JMO getting all those snaps and knowing that he's a, a stretch the field, open up everything underneath type of guy, that was a big part of the comeback there uh, in the fourth quarter against the Bears and the Lions. Uh, you know, quasi healthy right now. Should be a great game on Thursday. Lomas Brown will be on the Lions radio network. Uh, Josh Garvey is the managing shareholder for the Dorn Mayhew uh, GR office each and every week. These gentlemen join me. We talk Lions football, look back at the previous game, look ahead. And guys, with, uh, again, a long show, we, we won't do our picks today, the short week and everything, and games all over the place, but we'll do our picks uh, next week. Okay, Lomas? Sounds great to me, my good man. All right, enjoy the call and happy Thanksgiving. Thanks. Thanks. You guys take care and have a happy Thanksgiving. All right. Uh, there's Lomas Brown, Josh Garvey, managing shareholder, like I said, for Dorn Mayhew's GR office, their world headquarters on the east side of the state in Troy. Man, enjoy that cornbread stuffing. Uh, appreciate your time in studio and the partnership, and enjoy the holiday weekend. Thanks. Happy Thanksgiving. Oh, I know you're a Michigan fan. Uh, Michigan-Ohio State prediction before go I let you go. Uh, Michigan... 24, Ohio State, 17. I'm in that ballpark with you, 23-17, 24-20. It's going to be a fourth-quarter war. It is hard-fought game, but go blue. Yeah, all right, there he is, Josh Garvey. He is the managing shareholder for Dorn Mayhew's GR office. And with Lomas Brown, we go inside the Lions each and every week here on the Huge Show Across Michigan.